Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. I almost said, I'm Sean. <laughs> the fact that we had a roast trinity has confused you so much. You forgot your own name. His team's won three out of four. He doesn't know what fucking year it is. <laughs> His team's in the top three. Is Are they still in the top three? I think that yeah. they're definitely top four. four. Do you know top what's four. funny? You know who they knocked out of the top four when they went in? Who? Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, baby. Collingwood out of the top four. Collingwood fifth. Ooh. Yeah, top four is Carlton, St. Kilda, the Brisbane tax, and baby. Yeah, that's it. Melbourne, I think. Let's dive straight in. Yeah. Let's say that's the Brisbane tax. Yeah. yeah. Pay the Gabba tax. That's the Gabba tax, sorry, yeah. Uh, Brisbane away from the Gabba, dog shit. But at the Gabba, Sean. Uh, Dangerous! <laughs> get on North Melbourne this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Out in uh, bumfuck nowhere. I don't even know where the game is. 300 seats. Jesus. Yeah. Um, That's a fact. So it's worth noting today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter because, one, I forgot my jacket, so I shouldn't be doing this podcast no, at all. disgraceful. <laughs> the fact that we're letting him talk is... Uh, Two. It, it doesn't even sound like this. Uh, that's oh. the official Roast Trinity noise. Yeah. And Can't even do it. First Roast Trinity of the year. That's true, because your team have been underperforming. Uh, I'm just imagining us um, at your parents for yeah. the roast, and they'll be like, you ready for the roast, boys? And we'll be like... Joe <laughs> <laughs> also has one of these jackets, is my brother. He's got a Port Adelaide one. Oh, he was wearing it when I was with him see, over Easter. I'd love to see a photo of that, because I reckon the Port one is incredible colours. So it, it's... It's black with yeah, the the teal. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, great. That's it's, good it's stuff. Some good of the stuff. best colour scheme in the AFL. Uh, this episode, Scott's logo. Yeah, so this episode provided that we can push through the jacket talk for a bit. Yeah, we'll be slightly shorter because unfortunately we've had to record a day later because of Easter Monday game. Yep. Uh, and also, I am seeing the 1975 in 90 minutes, so I got to get there. Um, <laughs> Are you gonna? Is that the guy? Or the guy that kisses people? Yeah, I don't think he does that anymore, though. You're going to kiss him? Uh, I don't think he does that anymore, though. You're going to kiss him? Yeah, I'll give him a That's kiss. That's the correct answer. Matty Ealy, little rat man guy. All right, first game, then. We better power through this. We're not going to talk about every game, because some of them will shit. Brisbane, you're back. Gabatoire. Uh, well, surprise, surprise. Brisbane look like premiership contenders at the Gabba. Yep. Uh, very exciting. Cam Rayner. Uh, it's funny when he doesn't play in the fucking back line and plays forward and mid. He dominates four uh, goals. You, One of them was sexy as fuck. I well, have to speaking say. of sexy as fuck, Sean, uh, you gave him a nickname this weekend. <laughs> Tom came up with that. That oh, was fantastic. Did I really? Yeah. Maybe we both did. I can't remember. Uh, but either way, his name is Come Rainer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said Come Rainer, and then I was like, you know, you said Cam more like Come, and I replied with Come Rainer. <laughs> 
Yeah. Great collaboration. Uh, when, it should be a T-shirt, yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're at your nan's birthday. When Cam's on, oh, boy, is the cum rainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's kicking four or more, that's he's it's making cum. cum. There is a cum rainer T-shirt that's like, let it rain. Yeah. Uh, I think Cum Rainer is way better. It's so <laughs> good. More accurate, too. Uh, he was sensational. Charlie Cameron, I think he kicked six. He six did. one, he did. Oh, mag- magic stuff. Was that three stuff. in the last quarter? Uh, I don't know. I can't they remember. were pumping country roads so much that at one point he was just singing it. Oh, well, he, he sings it every time. He sings it all the time. It's the best. Um, Cam Rainer's song was Sweet Caroline, I think. Oh, it's a vibe at the game. What would your song be if you played for Brisbane, Sean? Uh, Rhythm of My Heart by Rod Stewart. <laughs> it's good. Yep. What would your song be? If I played for Brisbane. Because yep. um, well, cool. no other club that I know of has a song for everybody. Yeah, yours would be Toxic by Britney Spears. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kick a goal just... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, boys. I'd kick 10 goals every game. It'd be the first time that we got you to move your feet on a footy field. <laughs> if I knew that you there would... was a chance that I could hear Toxic on a big stadium every time I kicked a goal, I'd kick 220 goals in a regular season. If I, I was a player, I think I'd pick a song that I really love, but I'd deprive myself of it. And I'd be like, I really want to fucking hear that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to kick goals. Uh, you know what would be huge? The chorus of Born to Run. Oh, oh. That's massive. Good. That's yeah. good. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, Tom, it would be very funny if it was toxic because I think you would have the Sam Draper effect where your celebration would be the fastest you move all year. <laughs> 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'd like the idea, too, that they, they don't, like, start it again. They play a little bit at a time. So to hear the whole song, I need to kick, Yeah, like, you got to kick a bag goals. a week. Yeah. Um, Joey Danaher was much improved this yeah. week. Uh, they dropped Darcy Fort, so Joey did a bit of pinch hitting in the ruck. Yep. He was good forward. I think he kicked two, had about 90 fantasy points. Yep. Eric Hipwood didn't have heaps of stats, but I liked his attack on the footy. He was he was heaps better than he was last week, but they need to do it again week after week, really. Four times great. Um, pumping. Ten pumping. goals between two forwards. Uh, yeah, Zorko has been cheeky. He was getting stuck into Nick Dacos. I appreciated it. Yep. Was it ten goals unanswered, too, against the Pies, which is mm-hmm. juicy. Yeah, but um, as you both would have seen with oh, the commentary, yeah. you, know, you couldn't fucking tell BT that. Like, I get there's an element of, like, we've got to keep people at home from changing yeah. the channel. We've got to make them believe that's still an active game. But it was like shit like, geez, it must be hard to coach against Collingwood. Brisbane kick another goal, up by six goals. Yeah. Oh, I just reckon if Collingwood kick one more goal, it's going to break wide open. Brisbane kick another goal, still up by five goals. Yeah. Like, Collingwood never got it under, I no. think, 29 points. No. Yeah. And, like, the commentary actually made me nervous as a fan. Yeah. I'm already nervous, as you would understand, yes. Joel, Tom. You it happened what to it me on the like. weekend. Yeah. Like, so I didn't believe it was over until it was over, over. Yeah. But, like, fuck, the commentary just sucked. Sean, commentary being terrible and like that, it, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not just the Collingwood thing. Easter Monday game, mm. after Geelong kicked 10-5 to nothing. Yeah. We kicked another goal at the start of the fourth quarter, and then Hawthorne got a clearance, and BT went, I wonder if they can chip away at this lead. And the lead at that point was about 75 points. <laughs> That's different, though, than because with the Collingwood-Brisbane game, they were like – They were horny for a win. Collingwood were like, could come back and win this. Chip away at the lead just as like, can yeah, they I, save face? It just annoys me when it's like, oh, they must be so hard to coach against. They never stop. It's like, I got why, coach. why don't you talk played. about how Brisbane were hard to coach against tonight and how Collingwood – like, they don't have any insight. We've talked about it a lot. Yeah. It does my head in. Brisbane much improved, but like I said – um, you want to see it away from the Gabatois. Uh, round eight, we play Carlton at Marvel. Ooh, so line wanna, in the I sand. Wanna, it's a line <laughs> in the sand. I want to see them come out and dominate. Is that your is that your next game against a big opponent? Well, in, we've in got Melbourne? we've got North Melbourne in the gather round. We've got I think uh, GWS away, yep. and we've got Frio at the Gabba. Yeah. So, so the next like 
It's is for me. Not not no disrespect to those teams because they all could knock Brisbane off. Yeah, but I want to see Brisbane do it in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, like you winning all of those or you losing one of those doesn't really mean anything for your season. Like it would only be bad if you lost like two or more. Yeah, the rest I, it's impossible to get a read on how well you're actually doing. Brisbane are two and two, and it's it, there is an element of if you look at it and said, hey, you're going to be playing Port Adelaide away. Yep. You're taking on Melbourne, Collingwood, and the Bulldogs away. Maybe two and two sort of. Yeah. yeah. Not, you bad. probably That's would have hoped for three weeks. and one probably, but yeah. Yep. It's not all. Yeah. I just want to see it away from the Gabba. They need to lift. Yeah. Uh, good Friday game. We're not going to go into too many details because, again, i got to go to the 1975. Matty Healy is waiting for me. He is. He's ready to kiss you. Um, But I will say the ground was like North Melbourne supporters came out. For some reason. Well, because they want to keep the game. They want to keep yep. the game, yeah. and also they're playing Carlton. Now they want it at the MCG. Never. For gonna. a bigger crowd that's like just concentrate on getting a good crowd every year. Yeah. At Marvel. Uh, I don't think it was heaving. Will it was the... from Marvel. They also, it was it Carlton crowd? Cause, yes. Because yeah. the Bulldogs are pissy that they've lost the game, and it's like, we don't have any supporters. So what yeah. do you expect? North would be annoyed because the Bulldogs are playing okay, whereas Carlton are playing good. No, I know, but North, trust me, North. Just want they, they just want to keep the game. Year. Yeah, they had the bombers, Bom- bombers, Carlton. It, it does have to be a one of the team. one of the big clubs. Well, yeah. you look at yeah. so. Do you want to know a fun stat about so, about this game or just in general? Just about footy in general, uh-huh. and it, it relates to this. So uh, we're round four. The MCG has had uh, over seven hundred thousand people come through for over the first four rounds. Mm-hmm. Is that a record. It's a it's a it's not a record, but it is a very it's massive compared to what it's been the last few years. Obviously mm-hmm. with COVID and things. But what's the, what's the stat? That's the stat. Ah. The story behind the stat, Great though, stat. is that it's it's very clear, and this is this goes to why you get Carlton to do your marquee game. The big four are firing. Oh, Carlton, yeah. Collingwood, Essendon, and Richmond, they're all going to show up. Yeah. Well, Richmond. Richmond aren't firing, but they show up. Yeah. But Carlton and Essendon are back. Collingwood are back. They're, they're showing up in droves. It's good for footy, as much as that hurts me to say that. Yep. Uh, then Adelaide Oval. Adelaide just decimated Fremantle, and all of a sudden- Fremantle are bad. Fremantle one and three? Ferrero one and three, one and three. Uh, Adelaide, juicy, juicy again. Adelaide or Adelaide two and two. Do it against Carlton this week, oh baby. Carlton, uh, Adelaide are in, and this is going to be a crazy thing to say because of bias, but Adelaide are in a similar boat to like Essendon, where it's like okay, but you're going to need to do that against like bigger teams. Yeah. Otherwise, exciting, but is it sustainable? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Likewise with St. Kilda. percentage is also not great. 95, and they're currently 14th. Uh, ranking mm. continues to be a fucked pickup. It is. Yeah. Next game, I reckon. Uh, now, this was a fucked up game, and it rolls straight into another fucked up game. Some, there was some fucked Easter Saturday energies. Jesus uh, isn't alive still. We don't know if he's alive or dead. Well, in some versions of the Bible, and maybe this is what makes sense to what happened here on Easter Saturday... In some versions of the Bible, Jesus is crucified on the Friday, and then on the Saturday, he spends his time in hell uh, saving the souls before then resurrecting on the Sunday. Why hasn't anyone made a movie about Jesus going to hell and saving souls? Because, yeah, it's too awesome. That's why. Fuck. John wicking his way through hell. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus John wicking Wick. through hell. I never just, even knew this hell thing. Just rolls into hell and Satan looks at him and Jesus cocks a crucifix and is just like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... A ridiculous story and awesome, and it's crazy people don't talk about it more. It should be in every version of the Bible. Anyway, Western Bulldogs defeated Richmond by five points, but the game was fucked, and at halftime, the heavens opened, and it absolutely pissed down rain on the MCG, 
And I was like, this game's going to go to shit. It didn't. It did not go to shit. The intensity remained for the rest of the game. Libba had a fucking crazy game. Tim English, great captain choice by me and my fantasy team because well he scored well 149. Done. Magnificent by you. You were tossing between him and Taranto. Taranto would have also been decent, uh, though, in the end. No, English, <laughs> that decision came down to like 90 seconds before the game started. Yep. That's um, magnificent coaching. Yeah. I wish I wish I was capable of pulling off a good captain move. Fuck. <laughs> I haven't all year. Rory Laird, get fucked. <laughs> uh, we'll get to some fantasy stuff very briefly later. But yeah, uh, Western Bulldogs now two weeks in a row have kind of shown that they maybe their season isn't going to be the disaster that it looked like. Eh. It's also they've reduced the number of tolls in their team. Do it against a good team. You, they did two weeks in a row. Well, Richmond, and then who was it before that? Brisbane, Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, Brisbane. At the Gabba? No, no, no. no. Right. <laughs> not, not the invincible Brisbane. Melbourne. May as well be called fucking Kryptonite. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Uh, Saints absolutely fucked Gold Coast Suns, which doesn't really mean anything yeah, for you. Do it against a good Saints. team. <laughs> yeah. It's it's bleak because the Suns win last week, but they haven't. They've gone backwards this year, haven't uh, they? The Suns always do this. They'll pinch a win up at the Gold Coast against some huge team. Well, they've got Freo next week. Well, they'd want to fucking win. Where yeah. is it? Oh, it's at the Nor- gather round. Norwood Oval. Ugh. 3,000 capacity again or something, probably. <laughs> Love the AFL today. Like, oh, we've sold out five of the nine games for gather round. Yeah, like, which ones? Not the, 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 one the Norwood, ones. The one where, wherever the fuck Brisbane's game is. I can't even remember what it's called. The thing that's annoying about gather round, we were going to go, and then we decided not to because you can't go to every game. Yeah. yeah. The reason the magic round works in the NRL is you can buy a ticket and you stay at one venue and you see every single game. Yep. You can't do that no. with this guy. Gil, you fucked it. I'm going to kick him. Yeah, you should. But oh. you're going to have to go to Adelaide this weekend to find him. I'm going to kick him through a goal, and then you boys better play toxic for me. Oh, is this we the will. end of Gil this week? No. Yeah, no, but I, this is when they announced he said he'll step yeah, down. No, no, he's no. not standing down until, I think, the concussion lawsuit or the Hawthorne thing is resolved. Concussion lawsuit? Yeah. And the could, Haw- these, these things will go years. forever. Yeah. 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 Uh, then, Doesn't at the SCG, quit. boys, don't celebrate goals until they go oh, through, I reckon. Tom, you, I, you were telling me about a celebration before. So I watched this game live. Yeah. Uh, I was away on an Easter weekend watching uh, to watch my brother run in How Storm. did the run go, by the way? I did all right. He was the back marker for the 800, and he was like, I'm not going to win because the guy closest to me is 32 metres ahead of me because it's a handicap. Sure. But if you're the back marker, you know what that means, Sean? Mm. You're the best. Well, yeah, that means that you're the one they fear. You're the fastest, yes. And he gobbled a lot of them 32-meter handicap. That guy should quit. Yeah. The, the, the guy at the front of the... There's a guy 110 That's meters fucked. ahead. That's fucked. There's a guy 110 meters ahead of Jacob. I don't like the handicap stuff. Well, Let him race. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I always say. That's what the Olympics is for, Sean, where everyone starts off the same. Oh, good. You want to beat Usain Bolt? You've got to do it properly. I look forward to the Snake Man's gold medal. <laughs> um, anyway, so we watched this game together as a, as a family. Me, uh, Dad, and, and Jacob. Uh, Jacob's... Baby, infant child, was asleep. Stressful. Stressful to watch a game of football, and when something good happens, the cheering was this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, don't want to wake the baby. Cheers. This game was fucked. Sydney looked, there were multiple times, apparently there was a, a, a psycho breeze, but no one on the commentary was really talking about it heaps. Probably because they weren't at the ground. No, they were, because they did a they did uh, an on-the-ground little chat beforehand. Damn. Um, psycho breeze. So, there was clearly a scoring end. Port had it in the last quarter, and they utilised it well, but but Sydney almost got them. Finlayson, huge game. Oh, incredible. Massive, Massive mark. mark. That, yeah. But that passage of play that led to the mark, it's like Horn Francis back over his head to Dersma, who, like, kicks it weird. It just 
all fucked. Oh, and because this all starts because Charlie Dixon gives Charlie, away the biggest penis in football, Dixon. Because he 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 gave everyone everything in um the space of thirty five yep. seconds. Because he gives away a fifty minute penalty, to penalty a in a stupid way. Yep, they lose the lead with two minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then he's like, "What if I won this?" Clear? He had has this for a stat right. He had fourteen disposals, seventeen contested possessions. That's huge for the big man. <laughs> yeah, playing mostly forward, ruck didn't kick a goal. Anyway, Finlayson kicks th- kicks his third uh, from a fucked slips catch mark. They go in front. There's a minute and a half to minute go. Minute and a half to go. Chaotic play, and then Ollie Florent gets a shot from 45, but he's going to have to kick it from 50. Regulation stuff. He's had 32 possessions and 800 meters gained at this point. Jesus. All he needs is 52 more meters. Oh, what did he get? 48. <laughs> what, did, what did Callum Mills think he got? 100. 50, yeah, 53. <laughs> so we watched the game, boys. I've spoken at two games where Geelong have won, and uh, there's been a time where you hug your dad. Yeah. When your brother's team wins and you're watching the footy with your brother and your dad, you do a three-man hug. Oh! A three-man whisper hug. It's big hug. Yeah, because we had to whisper cheer. So Jacob's – the ball's the goal's gone in, and Jacob hasn't realised that it hasn't gone through, and he's just like, wait, have we won? Did it not go – did it go – oh, oh, yeah. Yes. I've yes. utmost respect for the restraint. I would have woken my kid up probably. Yeah. And just held his eyelids open at the TV and be like, you need to see this. <laughs> but um, yeah, huge the, the, from a Lear. The coverage was shit. Like the angles were so bad angle. that you didn't know what the fuck was happening. Same angle as the Buddy Franklin thousandth goal. Oh, the people's heads in the way. Yeah. 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 yeah Get yeah. better cameras, SCG. Yeah. That's it, why you'll never be as good as the MCG. It took it's crazy. eight minutes for the game to finish before they showed on the broadcast. Uh, a replay of a different angle to show the TV audiences what had happened. Is yep. it Fox or Seven? Seven. Ugh. Um, Disgusting. So, yeah, eight minutes. And because the footage you see in the why actual broadcast. I wonder why it took eight minutes to do that. That's I great. don't know. Because nice. um, they do it after all of the post match interviews. So, it's it, they showed the replay You've in gotta between. They show the moment, though. Um, so they show the goal line moment. But it's it's the other reverse angle from the other side of the ground where you see the ball just start to drop and a leer a leer come over the start top. his run up from about I reckon Manly Beach. Yeah, Buddy, Buddy Franklin needed to block him. Yeah, Callum Mills needed to well, not no, be a know, fuckhead. Uh, Buddy, I think gave away a free kick anyway because he just he just piled into someone's back. Do you see <laughs> who stopped Buddy from blocking? Who was Aaliyah? it? Only the largest penis in football. Was it really? Charlie Dixon's on the line there, oh, yeah. God. They interviewed Finlayson afterwards, and he's like, I thought it went through. I hundred, I saw it going on my eyes, kick this. Surprised Charlie's dick didn't smug the ball. <laughs> no, Aaliyah looked at the penis and went, I got this, and the penis went, bowed in respect. What are the rules on the goal line in terms of what you can do as a player? Like? Anything. Why don't they jump on people's shoulders and shit? Like they, teammates on top, stacked on top of each other. Well, they might. Is there a oh. rule against that? No, I don't think so. I think I don't if know you, why there's they no never rule do that. that says you can't make a big man out of four other guys. Make a big fucking big dick pyramid. Not that it matters because you've got a leer a leer. Who? Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like you never see that. Like uh, you just see. I think there might there be, be something about put a small forward on a ruckman's shoulder. There's got to be a rule. Yeah, because yeah. why wouldn't Big O just pick up Charlie and throw? No, him no, in no. The air? Pick Link McCarthy. He's got the extra leap. Yeah, you know, get up nice and I high. I wonder if it's like something to do with like sportsmanship or bringing the game into disrepute or oh, something like that. It'd be the, the thing AFL. Ever. The AFL is in disrepute every fucking week. Yeah. Anyway, this was a huge game. Triple hug, and then. Um, yeah, Jacob's cooked. Dad had to give him breathing exercises during the last quarter to calm him down. Fucking hell, I might need some of those. Yeah, talk to Terrence. He's good in yeah. any piece. Good team, man. Fucking uh, hell. 
And then uh, Jesus came back. Yeah, Sunday Jesus is back and back from hell. dog shit kicking was back in a big way. So Jesus came back from hell. Joel Dusha, you went, went to, to hell. hell. I reckon hell is Windy Hill. <laughs> at yeah, half, Windy Hell. <laughs> at halftime, uh, GWS led six goals five to three goals 13 uh, in what was a dominant half by the Essendon Football Club. But unfortunately, we kicked three goals 13, so we were in a, on the back foot. Um, what was the three-quarter time score? Eight goals, 19. Oh. <laughs> but then we st- steadied sort of, I guess. Was the uh, roof closed? Uh, yeah, the roof was closed. It's marble. The roof's never open. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, so the final score was Essendon, 11 goals, 22, defeated GWS Giants, 11 goals, 9. For the second week in a row, GWS were kept in a game due to dog shit kicking. Carlton gave them nine goals twenty last week, yep. and they've been served like, up. We'll give you, we'll give you one, two extra, two extra goals, and two, <laughs> two extra, extra points. Behinds. Yeah, were they fucked misses or was it? Um, it was. Were they was... pushing you out to the boundary? No, there was. Ah, oh. so it was just skill error. I there saw was some a... of Jake Stringer's, and it's like you could kick that with your eyes shut, Jake. So Stringer mm. was taking ten votes. Stringer the piss four goals at six mm. first. Imagine if he kicked straight. It's crazy, well, including one from sixty. Imagine. Yeah, That's the well, key he, word of his whole career. Um, he was throwing, like, Stringer missed a cup on the first quarter, just, like, crashing a pack, yeah. trying to clear it, and just slammed it on his boot. Did you know that he'd had concussion stuff? No. So that, that just, I heard I, an interview with Brad Scott. Yeah. And it wasn't a public thing. So now he was getting slammed in the preseason for not coming back fit enough and yeah. all that. Apparently, like, the end of last year and well into the preseason, he was just, like, fucked with concussion symptoms from last year. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he wasn't, wow. he wasn't training as much and he had some setbacks. And Brad Scott was like, yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, I had to wait for Jake to feel comfortable talking about it. I wasn't going to bring Brad it up. Brad Scott and- feels like he's very protective of the players. Like, the whole Dyson Heppel thing. Yeah. He, maybe... I was wrong about Brad Scott. Yeah. Two things real quick. He said it to Kane as well, because Kane's obviously been the most vocal <laughs> critic of Stringer. And Kane, yeah. Kane was just kind of like, oh, I didn't uh, oh, I didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Kane, did you see yeah. after the Sydney game, his tweet being like, good thing they didn't sack the coach? Because Kenny's career is like, was it a knife's edge on the weekend? Well, yeah, it was fucking but um, did you Warren Treadray. Warren Treadray, yeah. yeah. was like, yeah, he doesn't have support of the players. And Kane Corns came out and was like, I reckon Warren, shut the fuck up. Warren Treadray <laughs> said it's untenable yeah. after three rounds, which in, in itself is crazy. You would never go caretaker coach from round hey, three. Do you, reckon, <laughs> do you reckon Warren Treadray's career as a journalist was untenable when he refused to get vaccinated? He's also um, got a real stick in the mud sort of thing. With He wanted to be on the board. And they wouldn't put him on it. And no. Koshi or whoever at Port Adelaide yeah. were like, Come to the club and like get involved in the club again because yeah. you don't really know Correct. the inner workings. Correct. And he got all offended by that. He just assumed as a legend of the club he was going to have an automatic game. The selection. funniest part yeah. about that too is that he got annoyed. Kane Corns fired back at him and like so many other past Port players yeah. got around Corns. So it's like, oh, they clearly don't like Treasure. Well, no, <laughs> and they all they all love Hinkley. So yeah. Kane Corns said that. This week, from past players, it had been like the most upset people had been. Yeah. Like Don based Don, on what Don Warren Treadway came Treadway out, then came out and said, "Oh, I was just throwing it out there." Like he was, and then he said he was concerned about the mental health of the coaching the, for Hinkley and all that. Yeah. And, and then everyone's like, "You're the one who put the mental health pressure on him this week by saying he should be sacked and he's shit." Like, yeah, Warren Treadway, I am not a fan of. No, I think he's a cunt. Yeah, used to love him. I had him. Not Jonathan anymore. Brown was better. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They were around the same time. They were yeah, always yeah. fighting no, for, that's yeah. fair enough. for Australian. Uh, just them. quickly speaking of concussion, uh, the McCartan brothers both concussed. Oh, Patty, there might the be most... more news when this podcast comes out, but it might be his career. Well, it was such an innocuous nothing. He kind of grazed his head on the ground and he couldn't stand up. Whereas whereas Tom McCartan got like just cleaned up accidentally. But Yeah, it's more just like the, happening. The Paddy yeah. one was so awful. They they showed it a bunch of times too and it was like seven. We do not need to see a guy who's had life-threatening concussion issues struggle with concussion. I think that Life the concussion right. actually happens before the the grazing thing because he hits his head and the replays weren't showing this but like a delay like he hit his head earlier and then he's then it's no because he hits it it's not that delayed but in the passage of play to get onto the ground there's like a like the players collide and then they both end up on the ground which is when it doesn't look like he hits his head though he can't i think he does i think he hits his head on the ground okay anyway it's bad yeah i feel really sorry for him um we'll see what happens yeah hopefully Hopefully, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, that's they the didn't even run concussion part. protocols. No, on they him. just they were just like get him out of. He there. looked devastated on the bench too. Yeah, I think even being well, yeah, with the injury he had, I think it. he's like, I yeah. know what this is, and anyway. Uh, next game, Melbourne are good. West Coast are shit. Jinbi fucked me. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Kelly though. 38 mm. disposals in a losing side. Yeah, that panned out. 140 points. What a dog. Is Tim Massive. Kelly in either of your teams? No, no, he was no. in mine for a little bit. He was in my preseason yeah. team, and then I lost faith. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, Which is fair because he hasn't. Fair enough because he's been shit up until now. Not shit, but like not great. Um, uh, I think I think he's cleared a hundred comfortably, except one game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Where I think he scored high seventies, so he's better than Laird. Not good can't. enough. Don't get me started on that piece of shit. Um, we'll get to fantasy later because Tom I don't even re- know if I can trade him because it's just carnage with suspensions and injuries. Now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat. You have to keep this cunt. I brought in someone that like saved Fuck the it. day. I'll make him captain again. <laughs> <laughs> He's won so much. Hey. He has to be captain. <laughs> He's playing Carlin this week. <sighs> Who knows? Um, because yeah, I brought in Day. Got Warple out, was sick of Warple. Now Day is getting two fucking Day. weeks. I was really happy with him. Yeah. Now he's gone. <laughs> he I don't want to trade him. He's easily the Hawks' best player on the I'll weekend. Tell you what, Day's going to sit on the bench for me, I think. I think I'll just cop it. Urgh, but yeah. he's so much money. I know. I know. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> Doherty's he... gone now. Doherty's gone. Doherty's gone for four six to six weeks. weeks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have neither Day or Doherty, or is this the temptation? And I went Lockie Weller. And that's panning out, baby. I'm thinking of bringing in Lockie Weller. <laughs> He's cheap and he's scoring 100. I'm going to cut Doherty, bring him Weller, and then try and get rid of my Liam Jones problem. Well, like, I've fuck. fucking got... I never had a Liam Jones I got Constable on the oh, bench fuck. who will never get another game. I got fucking Doherty playing. I've got, uh, fucking Davey will definitely get rested this week because he fuck. was banged up at the end of the game. I got Day. I got so many fucking cunts that are dog shit at football. I'm going to play Brandon this week too. I'm fucked. <laughs> well, I beat him this week. Well, I've looked at his team and I'm fucked. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of fucked, Tom, Geelong, yes. they did the thing that we all predicted would happen. It um, it did feel like... How do you feel? Yeah, great. 
Good. Just vindicated, justified. Happy with the win. He beat the worst well, team in the NFL. We need to see them do it. So you're on track now to win every game for the rest of the year. As I mean, you said. I mean, technically, yeah. Sean. Yeah. Yes. Are you playing next week? West Coast. Oh, who you got a week after that? Sydney. Oh, God. It just gets easier and easier for these guys. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting. To, we need to replicate that for four quarters. It did feel like watching the game that we went into halftime and Chris Scott did something weird and the team that played the premiership last year came back out at halftime. I think, here's my prediction. Yep. You've been lazy all year. You continue to be lazy because Hawthorne is shit. Yeah. And then it got to halftime and Brad's, Chris Scott. Brad's and got, Brad. Brad came to him and was like, <laughs> Do you want to get double teamed by the Scott boys? I was like, Well, Nick Raywalt, you in the next week. They're sh- and then we'll fuck you. <laughs> there it is. Um, no, no. There's yeah. the treat. I, I think it's. I think it's because it's that- not like Hawthorne were extra good in the first half to keep you tethered. Well, it no. Was- watching it, things were going right for Hawthorne that weren't going right for Geelong. They like- should have been up by five goals a quarter time. Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like things, think little taps and knock-ons and things like that were working for the Hawks, weren't working for Geelong. And I was like, I think we'll settle into it. Was I expecting us to kick 17 of the last 18 goals? No. Did I think we'd go 10-5 to, to nothing in the third quarter? No. Did I think Jeremy Cameron would kick seven every week? Mm. Um, they looked really good once we got going. The midfield lifted. Paddy Dangerfield lifted. Mitch Duncan coming back to the side makes such a great difference in that sweeping half-back role, which meant Guthrie was playing on the ball a bit more. Duncan, good Doherty replacement. Very good Doherty Ooh. replacement. He was on I 100. don't have fucking Dawson in my team anymore, so maybe you'll bring in Dawson. You got rid Doc- of Dawson? I got rid of Dawson for fucking... Duncan's good to pick up because he'll be cheap because he missed so many games. He's not cheap. Cheaper than he could have been. Okay, look, if I'm taking my coaching... We're talking 850 plus. That makes me sick. And if I'm taking my coaching advice from someone, Tom, unfortunately, it will never, ever, ever... Not even unfortunately. I have a a no Geelong players policy as well. Oh, well, after I rolled the dice... Okay, Yeah, I fucking hate your coach. He's just... he's, He's all... I don't know they're playing. Who knows? Maybe they're on the bench. Maybe I'll rest them. Maybe I'll make a late-minute change. He hasn't made a last-minute change don't at care. all this year. Don't care. He well, his last-minute change was whispering into Tom Stewart's ear to underperform the week that I brought him in. So. It's true, yeah. Well, yeah I, I had a look at Tom Stewart's numbers today from last year. It's not trustworthy. It, he, he'll get 150, and then he'll give you a couple of weeks of 75. <sighs> yeah. My team is fucked. Yeah. It's fucked. It's game um, over for me now. No, no, it's no, game no, over. no, it's no, game no, over. no, no, I don't want to hear that no. talk, Joel. It's game over for Tom, but not for you. Um, but yeah, I, so, went, I went three out of four this week, by the way. I lost in the fun section out of every section. That's so, so what funny. team? Uh, the team that's winning? Uh, I, uh, boys, it's an undefeated team. And then I, I'm two from four this week. I won in the fun section. Congratulations, yeah, so I I. friend of the show, Tracy, <laughs> who was very chirpy on Friday night. Tracy doesn't understand how the game works, I think. No. Because she was beating you by like 600, but it had like 10 more players play. And that was Friday night. She had a lot of a lot of Carlton players, a lot of Bulldogs. I tried to fuel it up, and I messaged her and was like, oh, I think you've got this. And then by Sunday, I think I'd caught her. Yeah, that's great. Uh, no, uh, by Saturday night, I think I'd caught it. Yeah. Uh, full support of the board was the team that beat me. Great they, team. That mate. team's undefeated, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they are. There's four. Uh, there's three. Un- I was one of them. There is now three undefeated teams. Yeah. In oh, the- also, I'm Jack Zimmer's dad now because I beat his yeah. dad. Yeah. Um, we're both Jack Zimmer's dads. So. I forgot two things from the, the Geelong game. One, you know we're going on when Mark O'Connor nails a goal on the run from 50. Love yep. to see it when my boy Mark gets a goal. Yep. And Jeremy Cameron... Killing and then hugging an umpire was very funny. <laughs> he was interviewed and he's like, I thought I ran into the fence. And then he was like, no, I'm not that far away from the fence. And then I looked down and there's just an umpire on the ground. What a dumbass. Hey, suspend him. goals. Did, um, Did he get fined? No, nothing. Oh. Did Gary Rowan get fined? Gary Rowan got suspended one week. Oh, for touching the umpire. 
When? He came up after the thing and patted oh, no. him and was like, you okay, mate? It wasn't Gary Rowan. That was Ollie Henry. Mm. Suspended? No. no. So the rules just don't exist for Geelong, I suppose. No, I think it's context is important, Sean. Mm. Context. For Watch example, where you're going. Clumsy. When, when Hawkins tapped the umpire and pointed at him and then got a week, that's context. Mm. Uh, did Adelaide's Jake... Sol- yeah, did he get a week? So he kicked a goal, Saligo or whatever. Saligo, that's he it, kicked a goal and then pushed the umpire. The goal he umpire. tapped on the he. He got too excited in a goal celebration and included the goal umpire. Oh, fuck! And, like as a bit of a, did you fucking see that? That's yeah. I didn't. I didn't know and that. Then I don't know if he got suspended. He, you see him shit himself and then be like, oh, sorry, because <laughs> he, yeah, it's not a gentle touch either. He like shakes the umpire's arm. Was it Dave Roden? <laughs> No. no, he'd be dead if it was Dave Roden. Jesus, that's okay. <laughs> he would have bounced off Roden. Roden would have just flexed. <laughs> flexed broken his arm. <laughs> Done the worm or whatever he's yeah. <laughs> um, I did see an interesting tactic on Monday, yep. which was that uh, Connor Nash plays for the Hawks and often is in a tagging role. Mm. Tagged Mark Blitzarves. Yeah, good. A- interesting strategy. I wonder if more teams will do it because of Blitzarves' ability to do whatever. They I also guess. need Blitzarves in the stomach like eight times. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucked up, I reckon. Chris Scott looked like he was going to murder somebody about it in the press. So he should. Yeah, and Sam, Sam Mitchell did the classic, oh, yeah, I didn't say it. <laughs> That's what Hardwick tried to say too. Oh, yeah. that was disgusting. Hardwick tried to say, I didn't see it, and then immediately went, but he was being tough in a marking contest. No, no he wasn't. He, he didn't go to say... for the ball, you idiot. And then he said it was on the telecast, and yeah. then he was like, well, I've watched the telecast lately. It's not very good, is it? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, Ooh, those are Hardwick fighting Hardwick's team words. is going shit, and so he's turning into a big fuckhead again. Yeah. Good to see him. Oh. Back. <laughs> it's great to have him back. Footy's Jay, officially D- back. Dimmer walked out of that press conference, turned to Neil Baum and said, "Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Dimmer's a cunt again. Yeah, Essendon is causing me inexplicable amounts of stress. Yep. Uh, here's our next four C- games, by the way. Come Rainer is raining. Come oh, Jeremy yeah. Cameron's killing umpires. Apparently, Joey Danaher lives in Byron Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? On no. the game? I could have sworn I heard that. <laughs> and then I Googled it because I'm like, that seems crazy. It's a two-hour drive to Brisbane. Uh, to I think fair, he's driving every day. That's about the distance. Like, like, like It's about an hour and a half from Danger's place to Geelong. It makes Yeah, but yeah. Danger doesn't have to train. Because that's the thing that Geelong have. It's just come to training whenever you want. Maybe Joey's yeah. the same. That would explain so much. It really would, yeah. Essendon's next four games are Melbourne. Oh. Collingwood. Oh. Mm. <laughs> that game's going to go off its fucking dick, too. Yeah. Geelong. Oof. And then we've got Port Adelaide in Adelaide. Oh. That's a big four-week patch. And then We'll know about the Bombers in four weeks' time. I think we already know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three and four is not too bad. Yeah. Oh, no, three and, well done. It'll be three and five. Brad, Brad's <laughs> doing a good job. No, no, I think it'll be five I hope you beat three. Melbourne. That'll be great. Imagine I, if you beat Melbourne and then roll into Anzac Day. And smash Collingwood. With no oh. ru- and they have no Ruckman. Do you know what would be huge? And, and two-meter Peter's back. Two-meter Peter's not back. No. Two- they get him back somehow. No, to me, to Peter's season is done. No, he's so, coming back grand final day. So they they, they the roll sprint. into they roll into Anzac Day. Roll into Anzac Falls Day. Over breaks his other goal. They roll into Anzac Day. Roll into Anzac Day. No Ruckman, and for some reason, where's that shiny head out there? Tommy Bell Chambers is back. Ooh. Oh, imagine fucking hell. Um, well, I will say, like, it'll be good to see us be competitive against Melbourne and Collingwood, even if we don't get the win. Uh, Anzac Day games, though, can go fucking anyway. Like, if we're competitive-ish with Melbourne and then we roll into, like, the Anzac Day game hungry, anything can happen. Collingwood have got St. Kilda this week, too. 
that's also another game where it's like if St. Kilda are competitive or win, then we're like, oh, okay, because they've just rolled nothing teams. We're going to learn a lot about St. Kilda in the next month. Yeah, because like even uh, the draws, the draws not that tough, isn't it? No. Even like like Essendon clawed them back, and I think if St Kilda were like a really dominant team, that would not have happened. You looking up St Kilda? I am looking up St Kilda's draw is as the last thing we do before Joel goes to kiss Maddie Healy. Yeah. Um. So they've got Collingwood, Carlton, Port, and North in the next four weeks. That is. That's the exact type of draw that will expose what type of team they is are. Is it Port in Melbourne, though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. They North. don't leave. The, so they're leaving Melbourne and for And they're the playing first Collingwood time. at a neutral venue without a ruck. So, Correct. like, you know. Uh, yeah. okay. Carlton and Marvel's right. a big one. And then after the North game, they have Adelaide in Adelaide, yeah. Giants at G- Giant Stadium, the problem, and then yeah. Sydney at the SCG. Uh, okay. The, we'll the only problem with, like, some of those teams is, like, Adelaide, we still don't really know what the fuck's going on with them. It's, like, kind of like the dogs at the moment. Have they turned their season on, or is this just like two games in a row where they're up, arrested and good, or like are they going to like kind of overperform on what was expected this season, or is it just the draws being soft and they've been lucky and played shit teams? Time will tell. Are Geelong shit, or were they just lazy at the start of the year? Time will tell. Tom, if people want to email us, they can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Deuce 13. And I know that you're not going to like that this is a short episode, but this was a really good episode. It was a great so, episode. Feels good. Yeah, it was tight. So reward yourself, listeners. Sometimes a shorter podcast is better. Gives you more time to listen to Scaredy Boys new episodes every Friday. That's right. And if you listen to this episode, have a roast. Because we did. Oh!